How are we doing? Welcome back to Beers at the Turn. Moscow. We have a very we have a very special guest, a returning guest. I've been delinquent in my duties. You <laughs> tell you the truth, there was three there was three conspiracies going around with the podcast. One, we thought you got kidnapped by like by some terrorist organization because we still don't know what you do for a living. That's kind of the rumor. Two, you left for the lift golf, and you got an exclusive contract to be the equipment manufacturer. Or third, you were dead, and I, that, that really would have been a bummer. My bet was, was lift being golf. dead a few times. I will say that. You know, I, by by self torture, self inflicted. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and thankfully, no. And I think a great time to talk about it. Yeah. I, Oh, God damn it. I'm the only one who's keeping live alive. No, and, and love it. Oh, but I very definitely. It's funny. I, you know, I came out of the gate and hadn't been even think much. Kept watching. Kind of had an opinion. Didn't think. Man, look, you guys know I'm like connected. You know, two people and yada yada. And it's been as much as what I've heard. But trust me, silence is golden. And what they are not saying is golden. And now here we are, what, two, three weeks into this. And now, to me, it's starting to paint a picture. Like, okay. I mean, so, did Sean fail? Sean failed. Sean's yeah, at a cookout right now. So it, it doesn't matter. It's all about you. Keep going. All right, so look, I mean, the three of us. I think LLB, I think LIB has been so let me let me just put it this way. To me right now it's in what I call kitten phase. It's really cute. Anytime you get a kitten, it's cute and lovable and everything for three weeks. Oh, I love him to get yeah, and then it starts to shit in the litter box and you gotta take care of it. So it came out of the gate and it's very shiny and it's new and it's got excitement and Brooks and, and Bryson. PJ. DJ, yeah, right. So, okay, fine. So let me kind of surmise now where I, I think it's just an opinion, but kind of ear to the grindstone, and now it's starting to paint a picture to me. So I have one very big thing that I think is going to destroy it. But, so, but let me, some of the underlying things that I hear, see, yada, yada, yada. So number one. You know, the most important thing to anything like a fire-up um, league, association, whatever, whether, you know, arena, yada, 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 or, you know, something like that. But, you know, you have to, somebody eventually has to watch the product. It has to have a viable end user buying the product. And right now it's got it, but it's in a very, very narrow band. You have to watch it. YouTube. Yes. Or the Live Golf website. That's it. Okay, that's fine. They're brand new. I'll give them credit for that. You know, I, I've been trying to weigh my opinion on, hey, you're just starting. Now, these are billionaires making these decisions. It's not trillionaires at the funding level, but, you know, Greg Moore was a very smart guy. Very good businessman. Very connected to Cobra. Um, I love Big Dick, Greg. I think, I, I think the world is awesome. Yeah, I have nothing but good things. He doesn't play. He's a good dude. 
But uh, anyway, so if I'm if I'm the Saudis, they've got a couple billion to burn as pocket money. So for a couple years, you know what? You you just okay. Let's let's do this, and we'll see where it goes. Okay. So number one, LIB has no farming system at all. Uh, they've come out of the game throwing cash at it. Just hundreds of millions of dollars. They have 50 guys. The PGA Tour immediately went up to 125. Yeah. If these 125 guys quit tomorrow and go to the LIV, they have another 125 ready to go. Yeah. The PGA Tour will always be full. LIV has not increased by one member in two weeks. Zero. So they came out of the gates giving you know, look, Pat Perez, self-proclaimed, hey, I took it for the cash. Mm-hmm. If, if, look, I'm sorry, DJ and Bryson and um, Phil's passes prime, but, you know, DJ and Brooks, let's, let's just use Brooks and, and, and Bryson. Huge money. But they have calculators. They're probably not going to make another $100 million in the PGA Tour plus endorsements. So I get that, and I get why they needed to buy the Kevin Nas and things like that. You have to have a field, but nobody else can. That's very telling, because I, I firmly believe Greg Norman's still sitting out there with a checkbook. So the first wave hit, great. So let's look at some of the weird intangibles hitting them right now. So internet, internet's huge. Golfworks, biggest golf website in the world, just signed a five-year deal with PGA Tour five months ago to be an exclusive merchandise coverage website. Won't touch them. Go on Golfworks right now. Look for one LIV thread posted by the site. Zero. Mm-hmm. They're an orphan and always will be. If you've noticed the big merchandising on the off, the non-DJs and all that, is slowly going away. There are no trucks at an LIV tournament. They are not showing up. Yeah, I think they have one equipment truck, but it's to fix everybody. You can't do it. So <clears throat> if you're a major manufacturer at this point in time, trust me, I know probably Coke and Callaway, they had this discussion, you know, hey, Bryson, you know, we signed a contract with you. It actually says it'll be a professional play and all that. Well, they didn't anticipate two tours, but you know, PGA turns to European, can jump to Australia and all that. Well, now one's been cut off. So you now have, let's look at Cobra. All right, now I don't know what's going to happen with Fowler. Bryson's gone. Fowler's either going to lose his car or go to LIV. And I hate that because he's a great guy. And he is busting his ass on his game, let me assure you. Cobra, they have Duffner, they have uh, another guy, I always forget his name. He was at the last tournament. Jonas Twins? No, he's, he didn't get recovery. Really? No, he's gone. Um, I have great back from him, too. I forget him time. He's put some very personal shit to me. Anyway, um, but Cobra being a smaller manufacturer, they're not a Callaway or Taylor. Right? Mm. They could feasibly have no PGA Tour presence here in a few months. Well, viewership is driving. So, you know, when I'm selling money, it still applies. I mean, that really does work. So, 
you have this culmination of no one's covering, no one's showing up, no one's officially supporting. Not yet, it's brand new, it's a kit, right? Um, they don't really have a farm system. It's not growing, it came out of the gate strong. But the number one thing for me, and so I started looking at all that, and this, and I've heard this from a few people in, in different ways, but I will equate this to American sports. If you look at Major League Baseball, the NBA, their, their TV viewership, and do not kid yourself, is almost at zero. Outside of the major markets, nobody watches Major League Baseball or the NBA on TV anymore. You know, in Chicago, yes, they have huge viewership, yeah. whatever. But, you know, the NBA almost literally bankrupted ESPN, just Google it. It's right there. I mean, they overpaid for the contract. No one watches it. Their Major League Baseball viewership is at zero. And the reason for that is the games don't matter. A 162 game season, the games are not. Critical. What does dominate the NFL? Everything fucking matters. Every goddamn game. And it's funny. I've been watching LIV, and I watched this tournament with Poston where he won. Yeah, I John here. I didn't know anyone in the goddamn final round. No, but those guys were coming down the stretch on Sunday trying to kill each other to get their first victory, and I watched it. Then I watched the clown show with the LIV where it didn't matter. Everyone gets a trophy. You know, it's it's like it's the school schoolyard syndrome. No, everyone gets a trophy. Everyone's happy. It does not matter. And Americans love, and and to me, sports fans worldwide, we like the conflict. We like the finale. We like the battle. The USFL didn't make it. Major League Baseball does not get any watch. You know, there's no watches. If there's no urgency in the game, it's an event. And when this shiny penny wears off and it's yet another exhibition, it will be a fart in the wind like long drive was. It will be gone. And I think ultimately, I'll go watch the guys that I didn't know any of them on Sunday today versus anything I've seen in LIB because they, half of them took the check, which I would take the exact same check. I, I, I don't blame anyone. And the other half, Fillers, I, I think they shot themselves in the foot. Now, Norman's a smart guy, um, but yeah, and I combine that with the fact that I'm talking to these people in the industry. And they're like, "We're not going. We're not. We, you know, PGA's kind of put a wall on them on the internet. Man manufacturers aren't showing up to support their guys. Number one, they can't afford to. There's not enough of them to do it. Uh, you know." They, there's a reason you have the uh, show getting Alzheimer's. What's uh, the Daryl survey? You know, shit. I'm on mm -hmm. the Daryl survey. I actually had a shot and play one time. But when you get, uh, you know, they, you all probably know this. At, at every PGA tournament on Thursday morning, at the first tee, there's a lady or whoever. She was a very, very nice lady in there. She pulls all 14 clubs. It's Titus Driver and the bottle of shaft. Titus Driver with the Mitsubishi, and they count. And that's the Daryl survey. And if you're on that list, you are now part of merchandising approved. You know, you have credentials to get on the tour. Well, there's none of that there. So it's in no one's interest right now to support it other than one Saudi guy just cutting them enormous checks. But yeah. 
I just think there is kidney phase, it's going to be a killer. But it's the fact, I'm telling you, just, just my gut reaction. What's, what's your feeling about um, the PGB Tour suspending the guy that I'm doing the golf for? You think if Lynn Golf fumbles? I mean, I see EJ and Brooks and Bryson have gotten a shit ton of money from this Live Golf thing, but mm -hmm. if Live Golf folds. Well, all right, so, you know, what could happen to Live Golf? So the day, no one will really lose money on it. With the Saudis, this is pocket change. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's going out money. Um, you know, and I've heard this bullshit too. Oh, you know, the Saudis attacked us and 9 11. Yeah, they did. So did the Germans and so did the you know, Japanese. So apparently the only thing we care about in terms of who we're going to turn our back on is if it's been enough time and we're not pissed off at them anymore. Yeah. You know, Japan killed 3,000 people. Sorry, Japanese, you did. But they killed 3,000 people at Pearl Harbor. The Germans killed God knows how many. They did that 60 years ago. That's fine. It's a couple of generations ago. Great. We, we love them now. Well, the Saudis tried to kill us 10 years ago. Nah, well, we're still a little pissed. So I really like that. Um, so don't really lose money. So it's funny you said, hey, you're who bought nobody's bought, right? Yeah. I've got tons and tons and tons of friends, Brian, but my bro, Phoenix, fucking nobody was buying PXG shit. Um, you know, they hired Mike Nicolette from Ping, their chief engineer, who they walked the fuck out of the building, keyed his door on his way out, get the fuck out, try to replicate. Oh, yeah, Mike Nicolette was a 22 plus year senior engineer at Ping and took the job to be their chief engineer. I believe he's still there. Went and told John Solheim, excellent the job. You know, hey, John, I just want to be polite. I know this for a fact. As he is standing at Solheim's desk, Solheim picked up the phone while he is resigning, called security, and told them, quote, unquote, get him up and lock his shit up and chuck him out of the That's how they let my people left. Anyway, so they called his team engineers and uh, didn't make anything wrong with what he still I'm scrambling for air. I could see someone like that kind of reaching. Hey, you know what? What if the equipment? You know, we'll bring our truck. Yeah. And can we get guys? You know, hey, that could happen. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Callaway the top, the big four, big wide. showing up. They're not going anywhere. Well, else. see, and this, and this is my my thing. You're right. Americans do crave competition, and this is fucking competitive between Live Golf and the PGA. No, that's correct. Okay, it's the hatred. It's that it, exactly, and it's all because Jay Monahan is a egotistical cocksucker. Okay, because Norman went to him and said, "Do you want to pair up on this?" And he pretty much said, "Suck my left nut, make my right one jealous." Now, I can't argue. Okay. I don't agree with the leadership of PGA because they they created the monster that put this into play and then saw the monster coming and elected to ignore it. Right. But it's one of these things, it's the, the quote unquote, it's too big to fail. They are the monolith. They are the 500 pound gorilla in the room. 
and no matter who at golf steals, you know what? 52 guys just quit the PGA Tour in, what, the last three weeks? Mm-hmm. Build. Yeah. They, At the next turn. They've got corn fairy guys, and then they have guys in college that have been, like, dreaming their whole life to play on PGA Tour. You're always going to want to have guys that want to play on PGA mm-hmm. Tour. Um, I think Live Golf, I don't know his fucking name, but didn't Live Golf just sign – the kid from Texas, like the number two, number two ranked amateur in the world. Yeah, yeah. he was at the tournament this past uh, this past weekend in Portland. So yeah, forgot. So live golf might snag a college guy or two. I mean, shit. I think if you're a senior in college, you get offered hundred million dollars to play golf somewhere. No, they'll probably get like 10, well, 15. So you know, I can only judge something by where it exists right now. So if I'm Greg Norman or whatever. These are not dumb people. And they didn't do this overnight. They didn't just have drinks one night. Fuck, let's let's create love golf tomorrow. Whatever. If they create a farm system, if they create a system, you know what? And I could be dead goddamn wrong, maybe already in, in the works. But if they can create a system that is, they have to feed the animal. Because let, let's face it, you know, Mickelson's not going to be competitive. No. I'd love to go see him. Yeah. But he's not going to be competitive. Um, by the looks of it, Brooks, Bryson, and DJ are quasi competitive against people that should be killing. Why do they have to? Yeah. Why do they have to be competitive? They're already paid. Well, if I were, you know, if I were DJ or Bryson, uh, yeah, you want Because to DJ's play. team won an extra $3 million for like, exactly. the team events. Like, there's, there's stakes involved. And you're right. Is this the second term? So we don't know what they have in the works, but I think it's funny that everybody's like, oh, you know, it's just blood money. It's just, they're just taking the money and running. Hey, what did the PGA do to the purses when DJ, Brooks, Bryson, all of them guys left? They had to increase. Exactly. Yeah. So where where'd that money come from? Well, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Because yeah. the PGA Tour donates a lot of money to charity, so... They no, the no, they donate enough money to charity. Yeah. So, I mean, just enough for that tax write Right. Well, and, and enough to keep everyone calm. Because keep in mind, one of Nicholson's big bitches, if you just kind of boil it down to a latent term statement, hey, motherfucker, where is that couple hundred million you're holding on to? Because you're a nonprofit organization. You're a 501c3. Mm-hmm. And you've got about two, three hundred million in the bank. And we call these fat white cat, you know, CEO this and our director, you know. Where's all this coming from? Our backs, but you know, where's all this money at? And that's really kind of what started that rift between the two. And you know, I understand that you know they're all pissed about, hey, you have the marketing rights to our images and all that kind of shit. Well, you did sign with PGA Tour, sorry, right. you did sign the damn contract. There's arguments in either direction. Neither one of them are right. Neither one of them are wrong. But the, you know, the thing for me is who will survive. And based on how they exist right now, and again, Greg Norman's a smart guy. Um, I don't see the growth of it. I just don't. Now, the other thing that could theoretically happen is the European tour has not cut these guys off. No. Which has got to be pissing Moynihan off for a lot of him. Boy, if it failed and you're that guy over there in the RNA, hey, this way. Yeah, bro. Yeah, got, here comes the studs. I mean, 
all day long. Yeah. Now you did go to Australia and shit. You know, it's yeah, right. They didn't go to either. But you did bring up a very good point where you know most of the guys that are signing with this, they're past their prime. Yep. You know, or or hurt exactly. Um, you know, for instance, today it was announced today Paul Casey signed with Liv. So it's like okay, Paul Casey. You know, this is fucking 2002. Yeah. Um, great, phenomenal player. But you got Phil Mickelson, who's up in age. You got um, Kevin Knott, up in age, Trinity University, Ian Poulter. And then my, my nephew was like, well, what about Brooks Kepka? Brooks Kepka is playing with a bad wrist, a bad knee, and he doesn't like to be out on the golf course. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go here where I have to play three days with a shotgun start. This is yeah. a three-and-a-half-hour, $10 million day. Yeah. I don't fault him for paying. No. You know? No. You put that check in my face. I mean, I'm gone. All day. I don't fault anyone that's done it. No, absolutely. Uh-huh. The only one that I can, for me, the only person that's jumped so far that I go, I was Matt Wolf. You know, now, right you know, we talked about this the last time we was here. The top 20 PGA guys all look the exact same. Right. They're all 6'2", six, 6'3", six, change. They hit fucking nine goddamn miles, and they don't miss, and they are killers, and they will rip your heart out to save your life. Those top 20 guys are not going to change. Uh, if nothing else, here comes another batch of killers, you know, because I think I told you guys, you know, I played with a Canadian pro once, and I just blew my mind how good this guy was. And he couldn't even sniff the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the, the champs and the finales and this uh, the guy that blew it. Uh, oh God, yeah, Sean. God, why did his why did his caddy not just fucking tackle him and break <laughs> that goddamn club? And dude, you're gonna hit drop. No, no, there's a poker. Anyway, we can go off on that tangent. I know so after that guy. Um, yeah. No, that was, that was a PGA. Did you right? see the guys that came down the stretch today? And what the coolest thing was, you know, I think it was Scott Stallings, but I kind of remember. But uh, all these guys coming in was just like, goddamn, it looked like vegetable soup. They're all like, somebody, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know any of these names. Just throw them. <laughs> <one. laughs> and they were trying to kill each other. I oh, am yeah. not making mistakes, hitting birdies, you know, just hitting bombs and. And they, yeah, they. I love it. So where the PGA is at for me on their big end is really good. I mean, goddamn, you have got to be a monster right now to be competitive in the top twenty. You have got to be a beast, mm-hmm. or you just happen to be the guy that shows up and you're playing out of your mind. I mean, it's right. a problem. What were you saying, Chris? I mean, so I'm saying like guys like um, like Stallings and fucking Poston and. They thrive for tournaments like this where the JTs and the Rory's aren't there because it gives them an opportunity. It's a PGA Tour victory, like it or not. You get your exemption. You get your your fucking points. You get to play in the Masters, the Tournament of Champions. It's your fucking perfect opportunity. And I'm not saying that Poston and Stallings aren't great players, but you're right. If you aren't the top 20 guys, you're not a JT or a Rory or a Xander, or a Scheffler. Yeah, yeah, because those guys are too busy being in Europe right now. No, I know, but yeah, I'm sorry. On I a regular, on a regular, regular day, 
fucker that's sitting there going, hey, boss, I'm going to take off Thursday and Friday. John Deere's this weekend. Got to watch every shot. <laughs> like, I don't know what person that gets the fiddler's fuck, other than maybe the people that live around John Deere, about the John Deere Classic. I didn't watch a single shot. I mean, I watched, I watched the ending today with Post and, with, you know, Closing and I. So, I mean, that's... But that's two years exemption. That's Masters. That's U.S. Open. That's PGA. That's Tournament of Champions. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and but you three. just said what? You just said the difference between what he did right. and what every it's an official win, officially right. recognized, right? Recorded and authenticated. Mm-hmm. And you now have the keys to the kingdom and a men's room key. To, you have the gold key to the men's room. You go in ten million at LIB, but you might as well have red clown shoes and a big gun. So nobody fucking cares. It's just a big check. And let me yeah. tell you something: in an, in an era where you know, a lot of people suck and win for money, and you're throwing around three million for some bastard to not even have to make the cut. Damn. Yeah, Pat, Pat Perez shot an eighty-two yesterday and collected one hundred twenty-five grand. That is not going to ring. I shoot eighty-twos all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. I shot 83 today at Beauchamp. You know, I, I, I shot shit. Right. 85 today at Chateau. I'm like an asshole. <laughs> like an asshole. God, I don't know. My, my rounds lately, I got like a handful of breaks. I got a handful of bars. I got a little handful of bogeys. But I, every round, every round, I have that one hole where I make like a 90. And I cannot get rid of that one fucking hole. Yeah. And today it happened on a par three. Oh, I just, just, impl- I looked at, it was a hole I hate, and I looked, and I, I just knew, I'm fucked, and I walked up, and fucked, and goddammit, I hit it over here, and I hit it over there, and I hit it in the sand, and, hit, and I just almost broke a club, and then, fuck, I'll just take it, 900, whatever, and walk it. That yeah. happened to me on nine in English turn, I just fucking figured out of the bunker, and I just said, fuck it, I quit, the hole, I quit. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the blow-up hole is, is imminent. It's just where it's going to come. Can somebody just put something in a bottle that makes that go away? I wish they could. If you could bottle that shit up, you'd be a rich man. Holy shit. But, yeah. I, I, and see, my thing is, is that I'm kind of like you, bro. Like, I'll, I'll play well, a lot of pars, a couple birdies here and there. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Oh, God. And I don't do it where it's like, oh, I double bogey at 10. Yeah. Nah, yeah. motherfucker. I, I drive this motherfucker to the wall. Yeah. Okay, I got a 13. I'm fucking head straight up 10. Okay. <laughs> when you need a notepad to count off the strokes, long enough to sit up over here at four, I got this. You have to drop two or three. Here. It's like a bell. Driving the water, reteat it down the water. Six on the fairway. Seventh shot went in the bunker, took fourth out of the bunker. The 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 blow up hole is oh god. I don't know what's worse. The infamous blow up hole or have you ever been playing and you just can't get a bar to save life? It's just bogey, 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 bogey. You're sitting there and you're like, I'm nine over up to nine. Like, I don't be throwing a birdie. Maybe yeah. a par, and it's like, no, here's a three-putt instead. Yeah, and I was going to say, for me, it's always right. It's at the green. It just, unless I hit the goddamn ball on the approach one inch from the goddamn ball, it's gonna, I'm going to three-jack it. It doesn't matter. I can 12 goddamn inches, I'm going to three-jack it. I'm going to three-jack it 
fuck, I'm going to free jack. I'm just going to. It's going to yeah. so, yeah. self-fulfilling props. If you talk about that goddamn fucking video, I'm going to ass fuck you in the middle of the studio. Oh, yeah. Chris made a funny video about three months ago, and he hasn't shut the fuck up about it. Like on how to yeah, like how to, how to judge distances, and and I'm just kind of he brings no. up. Every time the funny thing of the fuck, like the great, no, because we're playing at Loft 18, and I was making cuts all night. He's like, "There's a great funny video of beers at the Terrence Instagram," and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up and sit down." <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking dumb. Uh, I'm pretty funny sometimes. So, you, know, you made a comment earlier. Something small can make you explode. Mm-hmm. It's another one of those cute little stories, that, and it's like it was so small, but like, fuck my round. So, ironically, me and, and Pavlet were in Vegas. And for anyone listening, Brian Pavlet's one of my best friends in the world, two time Remax World Long Drive champion, plus four, plus five. I hate it. I hate Brian. And I love him. Anyway, I was about to say, he's a really great dude, but hearing some of the yeah. stories, I fucking hate him too. And I am tall. I mean, I'm hitting pretty good. Now, for me, on versus Brian means I'm only getting down to like 50, right? And I can hit it. And this one hole, he, he kind of knew I was like, hey, man, I was putting some shit on me today. You know, he's still, he's not, he's not moving away from me. So we're like five, six holes in this. And I mean, I fucking murder. Goddamn drive right down. I mean, right goddamn Broadway, dead center, and he didn't hit anything worth the shit. But I had to hit first. He still drove. And he walks up to me. I mean, I am dead center of the fairway with a mid iron into this massive par five. And he looks down and he said, Hey man, don't worry. You can recover from that shot. And I looked at him. That's a cocksucking move right there. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm a pretty smart guy. You know? I've got a goddamn master's degree. And I'm, I'm looking at him like, what did you see me? Wait, what? He's like, no, seriously. Breathe. Take your time. You'll recover from that. You're fine. Greens are, I mean, I think I mean like double or triple. I'm like, I mean, like I'm smart enough to like overlook that. No, it was in my head. That's no, like, fuck. Fucked after that. That's my new favorite golf mind fuck right there. It's okay, you can recover from that shot. It'll be okay. You can par from right there, okay? What? Uh, you can still par from here. Yeah. I I usually there's always one friend that like for instance like when I'm playing, I hate I hate the practice swing guy. Oh do not work. The 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 or plum bobber. Oh Plum Bob a putt. Oh, oh uh, no. yeah, no, going for his double and he's Plum Bob. Yeah, it's like dude, just show me No, the Captain Practice Swing though, it, it makes me want to murder children. Like, <laughs> I just, I can't, I cannot deal with it. He sits there, here's one, two, three, four, and then after he does it, he fucking chili dips it six <laughs> yards, and I just look at him and I go, one more practice swing, man, you would have had him, you would have nailed it. When I was uh, I was playing in a little friendly match with a buddy of mine, and he knows that that's my thing. So I this is my routine. I step up to the ball, I back away, I take one kind of little flick at the hand, and then I set up. 
And he was just kind of like, Jesus Christ, how fucking long are you going to take to hit the ball? Oh. And I just, like, stopped, and I'm like, what? And he's like, fucking today. Like, let's go. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, don't. <laughs> don't. I was up by four, heading into ten. I lost by three. Oh, yeah. That was soon as it's in the break. Almost nothing worse than the douchebags like that that fucking... You've been behind them all day, and they're fucking waiting for the par five to clear. And they've got like two eighty in the par five. Yeah, they like two ten off the tee. Wake the fuck up! Like just hit, dude. You're not gonna hit those guys. And they wait for the fucking green to clear, and they top it into the fucking water. Well, see, and that and that's my thing. It's like if I'm two eighty out, like I'm I'm long off the tee, but if I'm two eighty out and I had three wood, I'm gonna hit the fucking three wood. Because the chances of me hitting my three wood off the ground, it, it, um, it, it, unless it's like fucking a flat lie, I'm I'm not gonna get it there. Yeah. So I just hit and ask for forgiveness if it reaches exactly. I mean, do tour pros even have a two eighty club in their bags? Like, oh, like yeah. not Austin that Johnson gets a three wood like two ninety seven. Okay. So you process slower. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I get though. You're not fucking Justin Johnson. Just lay out like a fucking man. Yeah, but hold on here. Yeah, we had yeah, this discussion, right? right? And this is this is goes into the, my the equipment ring. I didn't mean to like. It's know, okay. Catch That's up. okay. Please. Put me in my place. Mass, no, 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 not putting you into place. But here, here's where the public gets my butt on watching PGA Tour golf. Just like you said. You're not, you're not DJ. You know, you can't get that par five. Yes, but they're playing at 7,600 yards. Mm. All right. If any club fitter is listening to this, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's club champion, whoever. I know this for a fact. Drivers are not built for par fives. They are built for par fours. You have 14 to 13 par fours per round. You do not build a driver for a par five. And the reason you don't do that for the public is the public is not capable on the second shot and getting there to any efficiency. You know, the old adage, you should be getting seven iron, seven iron, seven iron into a par five. Well, if you hit 175 yards, I hit about 170, 175. You I mean, I'm leaning on one and deep off to where, you know, but I'm 175 yards, 175, 175, 175. That's 530 yards, 525 yards. That's every par five you that everyone in this room plays on. Mm-hmm. You're on three. So the par four is where you build the driver. And you know, and again, we get into what do you really build the driver to do. But you know, if the public would quit worrying about six hundred yards par five, you're never gonna see it. It's never gonna happen. Do you see it? Have fun. You know? Yeah. Like, like uh, that that's what you would you just to kind of sum up what you're saying is that's a oh god, what is it? Like that's the exception, it's not the rule. Yeah, look, when you watch Formula One, if, if you're a big, I'm a huge Formula One guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's, we don't buy that Ferrari. You know, what you know, what Charles Leclerc uh, drives and, and Carlos Sainz and Max Verstappen, you don't buy that car. Now, it might have the same goddamn logo on the hood, but you don't buy that Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And you don't own clubs. You know, number one, I'm, I own multiple PGA Tour players drivers. I have a Dustin Johnson driver if people really understand. I have a DJ driver I have is a um, 
It's an M4 prototype. Um, 44 and a half inches long. It's 10, no, I'm sorry, it's 11 and a half degree, but it, it says 10 five, but it's, you know, it's the sticker on it. Everyone's seen the sticker. It's at 11 five, three degrees open. So, and the rule of thumb for every degree open on a driver is 0.6 degrees deloft or opening of the head. So you deloft by 0.6. It says speeder 661 on it. It's a Pro 95. It weighs a hundred oh, yeah. million pounds. It is heavy shit. Um, Bubba's driver. I've held it. You know, granted, my groups are even bigger than Bubba's, which is hard to believe. But um, yeah, he's got like forty-two wraps of tape under. Why well, use the jumbo max size? Yeah, right. But um, anyway, eighty-seven gram shaft, two hundred. I think it's two hundred ten, two hundred eleven. You know, it's it's an eleven cock by six degrees open. It's insane battle axe driver. So even the clubs they have. Yes, they are the same. Man. I, I get this bullshit online all the time. Oh, what's the difference between two or retail heads? They're the exact goddamn same. They're made the same place off the same lot. They just hand it. Yeah. But how they're constructed, I've been in the trucks. I've watched the fucking pixie dust those guys pull out and what they do to their clubs there. Off the chain. Are the, uh, are the specs, that's what you talk about drivers. Are the specs more accurate for tour guys than they are on the shelf? Like, if I buy a driver on the shelf that says nine degrees, is it actually nine degrees? Cause no, no. I mean, look, I mean, you walk into a tour van and open up a drawer. I mean, like, uh, Taylor Mead's got this uh, series of videos running right now. They have, they have this English guy. It's, hey, let's go for the driver. Right. And, yeah, look, I, I kind of think he's a tool, but, you know, he's a good guy. What's guy that used to have? Was their builder forever? He went by one name. Guy was like a fucking magician at club building. Anyway, I, I think I he's still there. But they got um, he's still there. Uh, glasses, kind of. Yeah, just older yeah, guy. Yeah, I know you're talking about like that. sensei thing going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kobe's mm-hmm. got either pimp daddy or Spencer. Spencer T. was a magician. Uh, but you know what they do is they're hand picking. They'll get two hundred heads in and look through. You know, they're putting on it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and line off. I mean, even I use balls for old computers or computers uh, scale, and we kind of compute you now because mm-hmm. I know a lot of long drive guys are going to collapse the face over it. So, my heads, um, but no, I mean, their big thing, the big thing with PGA guys is uh, where me and you want X weight, they're going to go for a really light shell to start with because they want to put the weight where they want it. So they'll strip it away. I mean, if anyone doesn't know this, when you're building a driver, I get this a lot too. These idiots, I'll ask, I get, I get emails every day. Hey, I'm trying to build my driver. I want to do X. I'm trying to blah, 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 blah. So I always ask them a couple key things. Number one, how much, what, what head do you use and what shaft? You know, after I know that, how much does the head weigh? What, you know, and, and this is where a lot of people, I don't have got in this rabbit hole. A lot of amateur glove builders, they weigh the head without the adapter. The adapter is part of the head, it's not part of the shaft. It is a radical difference. And like Cali, oh. 10 grams a piece, all heat weight, by the way. So you yeah. got to offset that draw bias on a Callaway head or something. So sling their weights over to the, you know, I inject them, I'll put them hot melt into that high toe area for a Callaway, turns it into a cannon. So what tour guys are doing is they want the most neutral shell they can start with at a given loft. And believe it or not, most PGA guys are looking 
forced in not to get rid of it. Yeah, because they're looking at carry. They want carry and they want control. Because me and you hitting out of a shit for a couple rounds, we go home and kiss our wife. They get out of the shit for a couple holes and a couple rounds, they miss the cut. They want to be in. Now, granted, they're still looking for power. And that's why the top 20 guys all look the exact same. They get fucking seven miles, higher lofted drivers. They spin it, they control it. And keep in mind, more spinny part. So we're going down this. God, I just got the gabs today. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while. You had a lot. The vertical axis spin you put on the golf ball, you're taking away horizontal axis. The net result is straight flight. So, like with long drive guys, when you know, like we're getting down to four, three, two and a half degree lofts, at a certain point in time, when there's not enough vertical axis spin to offset this, you know, now your bolts are all getting almost identical. Where you can't control the horizontal spin anymore, well, then you have to put a kick, you know, add a little bit of loft into it and maybe weaken the shaft a little bit. Um, so there's there's a lot of different ways you can do club building like that. Like I'm a huge believer for the average guy, and I've proven it a thousand times. A lot of guys go for high. I actually built low lofted drivers with incredibly weak tip shafts. You'll hit them on. You will hit them on. I mean, just unless you weak going on this side to side, coming right over the top. Yeah, yeah, I always like everyone. I always thought it was so funny, um, like working in the golf business, where people would come in and be like, "I want exactly what Rory's hitting." I'm like, "Fucking call him," because we don't have that. Like, I'm sorry, he uses a Project X 7.0. That is a phone pole that they put a golf ball in, and you know, you you can't swing that. And it, it was just so funny, like, oh, yeah, I've got these made to the exact specs, you know, fill or whatever. And it's just like, man, you fucking know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because all those guys, their clubs are going to be heavier. They're going to be open a certain degree. They're going to be flat. They're going to be upright. It's fucking, I, I, I remember reading something, or no, it was Bryson. Bryson's uh, club specs were released. And his seven iron is like 21 degrees. Yeah. Which... Is like the equivalent of a, like five iron or four iron. Mm-hmm. Four iron. Yeah. So it's like you know, I think it's funny when people are like, "Can you believe he had a pitching wedge 190 yards?" Yeah, when it's the fucking loft of a seven iron. Well, yeah. also, and it's the length, the clip, the club build length. Right. He gets you know. I don't know if knows this. Sorry, Cooper, because see if you didn't want to have him care anymore. He hits club. His one lengths are to the six iron. Where the where they sell the public is to the seven. All of his clubs are six iron wood. All of them. Interesting. So when he is hitting pitching wedge, he's hitting what a 38 and a half inch pitching wedge. So his club head speed is probably 10 to 15 miles an hour faster than what me and you hit on a wedge. That's why he doesn't get a shit where the ball is downrange. You when you're hitting 10 to 15 miles an hour faster on a pitching wedge, you're going to chop through any amount of rough that they throw him. He does not. That's how he got his, his US Open. It was just bombing exactly. out. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, hey, I'm, I'm not here to hate on him. Yeah, it works. It doesn't matter. You won the golf tournament. It doesn't matter how the fuck you did it, but you did it. 
But I think it's interesting since the last time we met that he has gotten his first taste of, hey, dumb thought, if you keep, keep, keep hitting long drives, yeah, you're going to tear your body to shreds. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And don't think for a second Cobra isn't having a little, hey, you keep this shit up and you can't perform because you're out there trying to hit with Berkshire, yeah, we'll fucking find another one of you. Right. And get your ass back. We already have a Berkshire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I text Berkshire once a week. He's a really great guy, and I asked him. I finally asked him the other day, like, he watches. I mean, I, by the way, if I jump topic to topic, but I mean, I'll, I'll show you the text. But I asked him, like, you know, I said, hey man, as hard as you're swinging, because I think he finally hit two hundred and thirty-three mile an hour club ball speed the other day. Uh huh. But he's now starting to step out with his left foot where he, you know, he doesn't even plan it anymore. I'm like, are you doing that to protect your joints? You have to be here. There's no way you could plant your leg on a 160 mile an hour swing and not be paraplegic in a couple of years. And he's like, yeah, there's a little bit of that. Uh, it's like just sheer momentum is going to spin me around. But, uh, well, yeah. did, did you see the text that Sean sent you when he said that one of his buddies played around? Oh, yeah, played with him. Like, and he was like, just watching him hit a golf ball it was like incredible. Well, so I, I've been around Kyle hitting, uh, not at the speed he's at now. Uh, I will still argue that in their primes, Sean and Brian were as fast, if not faster than him. They were using it's kind of like if Jack Nicholas played with my yeah, equipment. Right. But the fastest guy I've ever seen, and I know we probably talked about this in the last podcast, but the fastest human being I've ever been from me to you from, where I'm an active participant in his fitting, uh, was Joe Miller at Callaway. And that fucking roided out. He's a, he's a great guy. Oh, I'm sure he is, but I, he's I just, follow him on Instagram. He's, fucking he's just, God, he looks like a Batman Devin. Just, he's just huge. And to be, you know, because we're, we're starting to really fine tune You know, one thing we were doing with him was loosening the flags. You know, kind of what Kyle was doing. And I think when we finally got off the monitor, he was up. You know, he was, because all long drivers get faster. They get jacked and they get emotional when they get on the tee box. Whereas me and you freeze up. They don't care because they know that they only have to get one of the eight in or whatever. But, you know, he would always end up on long sessions with me, you know, 153, 154 miles an hour, somewhere in there. And he'd maintain it. He'd just sit there. And he finally quit hitting one day. And, I, and Joe Deegan was there from the Callaway Performance Center. And uh, Anthony Newville, who's now, he's, I think he's still coaching. But, you know, the guys that were brain trust of the Callaway long drive team. And they're standing there, and, and Miller's standing there, and you're like, I'm supplying his shaft equipment to him. You know, take great pride in it. And I look, and I'm like, I, I literally don't understand how you can physically swing and make impact that hard and not have the ball, the head, and the shaft just disintegrate. I just, I just, I, my brain can't wrap around. He hit it so fucking hard. And the impact, and it's, I'm just waiting for the shafts to come apart. And they didn't, you know, I mean, but, uh, God damn, they hit it a ton. It's just amazing. They didn't, because, you know, I fucking got it. Yeah, like, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. 
Uh, I think the same thing. I don't know how when those guys play golf ball, how that you don't see fucking dust. Well, one reason, like with Berkshire, he's center strikes. I mean, that's a big thing. You, you center strike a driver. I, mean, I guarantee you he cracks more heads than driver shafts. I, I love he, he is a great follow on Instagram. He's cool. Because he'll take you through, like, holes that he plays. Yeah. And it's just so funny to see. Because it's like par 5, 529, 1 iron. Yeah. It's at 360. Yeah. And then, you know, he's got, like, 8 iron. In. Yeah. It's like, did you see his post he made about his one iron? Uh, how? So he made this post on he'd crack his one iron again. It's like texting. How many shots you do those things? He's like, dude, 150 shots max. Done. Crack the face right off. Off a fucking one iron. You know, because he's using their driving iron. Gotcha. I'm like, you're snapping the face on drop. Yep. Oh, not the problem. Made a little call. This motherfucker really good. He's like, dude, it's. it's He's like, we're really doing some metallurgy over here. We're we are making him shit. He's like, he now, and their big thing was that's fine. He center strikes so pure, he is snapping the face on one irons. Like, holy shit! He's like, yeah, that's power. Well, and that that's what I thought was kind of funny because he did like a, a what's in the bag, mm-hmm. and he has driver one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pitching wedge. 
the who's who of golf. And he has in the corner of his office three 11-inch stat bags. And there is not a millimeter of room to shove another goddamn driver shaft in. So there was probably 400 shafts sitting in these three bags. Mm-hmm. Well, I have absolutely no qualm with that. <laughs> so I started rifling through and uh, it was before I fired up my shaft gun. And it's like, holy fuck, right? You know, deep impact this and prototype that. And he's on the phone. And I'm like, hey, man, can I, can I count a few of these? And he's like, you have all of them. I couldn't care less. Those are the ones that just come here to die. I'm like, holy shit. So I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, right? So I said, look, because I had to fly home in a couple of days and I knew I had X amount of room in my bag. So I, I stole, like, and I say steal. I ended up with like 40. Pimp shafts. It's if it said 80 grams or heavier, I took it. I got a couple DI 100s. You know, I had uh, anything that said Mitsubishi Diamond on it. I think they're the best. I just, I just do. But, but they had this all silver Diamond, and that's all it said. And it had this inscription and laser etch on it. Oh, but it did have the word prototype. We don't just know. Yeah, crack crack or code for you got to have it, right? So I robbed him blind. Go back to my hotel. Fucking shoving shit in my back. Robbed him blind. Yeah. So and he didn't care. You know? And I, I get home and I finally start. I build this guy. And I waited. You know, it's it was heavy. It's like eighty-eight grams. Stop. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Because to me, still to this day, I don't care what anyone says. I put an eighty-three X blue board up against anything made in the modern era. It's as good as it gets, period, end of discussion. Uh, but anyway, I put this thing in a three Oh, this thing is fucking awesome. I cannot miss this goddamn thing. Well, I called up Eric Boyce, and he's the tour rep, and he still is. You know, DMI, outside, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Graphite Design outside the United States is a monster. I mean, they dwarf Fujikura. Right. Graphite Design is a Beast. Yeah, I have, uh, having him my hybrid. <laughs> and uh, so I called him up. Hey, man, I got this shaft and uh, it's got this goddamn laser etch on it. And I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's awesome. Can I get another one? He's like, give me the code. I read it off to him. You hear him typing. He's like, literally, like, I don't remember. How did you get the shaft? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, is this made out of uranium? What the hell's going on? He's like, do you know what that is? I was like, well, no, dumb fuck. I don't work there. I no, have no idea what it is. But that's why I'm calling now, But you have my interest peaked. <laughs> he said, that is a prototype we made for Tiger Woods. It is a DI-8 with a soft tip. Really? He said, yeah, there are two of them. He has one. You have the other. Whoa. Where the fuck did you get it? And I said, I stole it from Showman at Cobra. It's <laughs> like, where the fuck did he get this? Now, I mean, I told you guys, you know, Cobra makes shit. This is like the pick of destiny. Yeah. And he's like, and he didn't want it back. And I'm like, and I even said to him, hey, do you want it back or anything? I said, because you can do it. You're not getting it, but I just yeah. kind of got the ears. He's like, God damn, man. He's like, that's, he's like, that's a freaking. That's that's a unicorn you got. That's there. the fucking golden still got it. Yeah. Anyway, that's where I'm going on all that. So I've always had a couple three woods. I started banging on that flash three with the other day. I'm like, you know, I'm still kind of trying to get over the injury. And I told you guys off 
off record. I'd love to tell my story of how I got to where I'm at now because I've been in a weird place. Uh, but anyway, I'm like, you know what? Fuck hybrids. Fuck them. I hate them. I've always hated them. I just think excuses <laughs> for them. I've always hated them. Yeah, but I don't carry any iron bigger than five, maybe six. That's it. So I bought a Callaway five wood, a heaven wood, and a nine wood and shafted them all up. And I put all the little 105s in them. Um, I did put a Mitsubishi MMT 80 in the three wood, which is actually where I've settled in. But fuck, I'm never going back. I love the I love the fairways. I like that big high bombing fly. You know, dude, I'm just at the point where I'm just I play pop on off right now. I love it. I've just accepted the fact that. My body's just coming apart faster than me. It's like the glue back on. Your fairways and greens. Fuck yeah. I, I tell you, hey, honest to God, worst ass kicking I ever took on a golf course was at TPC. This is when I'm actively competing in long drive. And I was a bomber. I mean, I used to come into your store and just people would, oh, fuck, we've seen Rob at, you know, at City Park and all that. And I showed up one day and I'm all jacked up. And I mean, I'm hitting it. And this 60 something year old crushed me. He, he didn't miss a shot for 18 holes, and I kept trying to hit it farther and farther and farther. In a drop, it was 69 on me out here. Fairway green, fairway green, fairway green, fairway And I, and he was, we actually hit it off. He's really cool. And I thought, like, God, man, can you just miss a shot? Just, just, just miss one. Just, you know, please, go. Sure. You're killing me. And, uh, fairway green. Make a fucking oh, oh, no. made me so let me tell you something there playing with an old man you're uh, having lunch because there were times that like I used to go out to uh, Belter and play in the money games mm-hmm. and I'll never forget there was this guy who walked out of my group and I'm just kind of like this guy is a strong fart away from dying <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry, like I thought he fell asleep over the ball one time and I'm like this is this is fucking terrible. That dude shot even 72. And on par fives, he hit driver driver. And I, the first time he did it, I was like, are you going driver off the deck? And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to fucking see this. Like, I'm I'm 280 yards ahead of this guy. I'm like, got to see this. And you know, like, when you hit a driver off the deck, it's naturally going to cut? Yeah. Not this one. It's on a fucking rope. Just straight at just, it. Just straight at it. And then he, he'd hit a fairway wood, he'd be on the green, two-putt, collect his bar. And I'm just kind of like, that's what they do. Like, And I love it, like, when they're around the greens, the seven-iron bumping around. Oh, oh I, I've gotten into that, too. Oh, oh yeah, dude, they, they love that shot, and they are fucking good with it. Me, I'm sitting there with a 60-degree, like, I should open the face. They're like, it's seven-iron. Yeah, just a putt motion. Yeah, yeah. putt it. There's some guy on YouTube I follow. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a big promoter of like he made this whole video on. He uses either six or nine iron around the green. And he had justification on which one. No, I mean, no, no wedges. Just like, here's your six and nine iron hole, you know, unless you're in like a bunker, you're going to flop it up. Yeah. Or and I started doing shit like that. And I'm like, God, I just, I just like it better, you know? Who gives a shit what, what it took to get in the hole? But. I just accept the fact that I'm now no longer in that tradition. Are you? Are we keeping you away? No, I just um, I have a medical a medical problem where I don't breathe properly. Really? No. Okay. Sounded <laughs> <Saturday>. great. <laughs> you should have stuck with it. Yeah. 
Oh my god, uh, narcolepsy. No, uh, no. Sorry, everybody. No, I play, I play golf today. I'm an old man. Golf, sorry, I'm a fucking golf. Where do the fuck down? I, I built my daughter a big girl thing. Good for you. Very cool. So, I have yeah. curtains and play golf. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, you got to play golf today. Yeah, I outside in the sun and the rain. No. The sun has a little bit of effect on you. Okay, you know what? Suck my dick from the back so you can get a good look at my asshole. Because you're out in a field drinking beer, hitting a ball into a hole. Drinking beer? You know what I'm talking to? I'm drinking beer. How do you, how do you, how do you fight? You want to play golf? He does have his pinky out, by the way. He does have his pinky out. That's the uptown ending. I got a bourbon out of my car, so, you know, yeah. Hey, I saw so I want to get back to the whole LLB thing. So let's do it. You know, I don't know. I, I try to wrap my head around what the you know. Do you all think, or maybe just the two of you at least, is this three round exhibition style viable? That's that's what you know. Look, because they're trying to shatter the norm of the PGA. You know. And you know, I have to admit one of the one of the comments I heard that I have a problem with is Justin Johnson saying, "Older oh, play less golf, not more." Oh, I can tell you some Justin Johnson. <laughs> Trust me, I think there is a there is a one person that plays golf that hasn't heard at least one Justin Johnson story. <laughs> sure, uh, I'll just say that. Uh, so I was talking to someone I know very high. Major OEM. <laughs> I don't want to say which one. Man, we got an This is years ago, right? And like, uh, yeah, I know you guys want another bummer on staff. And you're like, fine, why don't you go over and just back the Brinks truck up? And he's like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. He's like, you know, forget the fact that we probably killed someone at one point in time. We can probably get over that. Yeah, I've heard that story. Yeah, he's like, uh, he goes, let me just be quite frank. He's dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, he's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. He's dumb. <laughs> you, you, there is no talking to him. You, you better pray to God there's someone in the room that speaks English that's translating. He's like, it's that bad. Hit like, the ball. He's like, yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like 10%. It was yes. a player pretty good today. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, when he came out and, hey, I want to play less golf, not more, and it's exhibition, they got the team shit and all that. And look, yeah. if I'm Greg Norman, for a while, I'm sure they're going to be more, they're going to morph it a little bit. Hey, you know. Thank you.